Hello friends, this is Brother Joshua Rhodes uh, here at the Bible Preacher Podcast. If you'd open your Bibles today to Acts chapter 2, verses 4 through verse 11. Acts chapter 2, verse 4 through verse 11. The Bible reads, And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. And there were dwelling at Jerusalem Jews, devout men out of every nation under heaven. Now when this was noised abroad, the multitude came together and were confounded because that every man heard them speak in his own language. And they were all amazed and marveled, saying one to another, Behold, are not all these which speak Galileans? And how hear we every man in our own tongue, wherein we were born. Parthians, and Medes, and Elamites, and the dwellers in Mesopotamia, and in Judea, and Cappadocia, and Pontus, and Asia, of Phrygia, and Pamphylia, and Egypt, and in the parts of Libya, about Cyrene, and strangers of Rome, Jews, and proselytes, Cretes, and Arabians, we do hear them speak in our tongues the wonderful works of God. I want to preach a little while this morning from the book of Acts on this, with this being the title for this message here. Full in power, focused in purpose. Full in power, focused in purpose. Friend, if we're going to do anything for God, we must have his hand upon us. If we're going to do anything for God, we must do it in his might and not ours. Many people may try to find fault where they think they, they their life doesn't have the power of God or why they think their church doesn't have the power of God. Friend, hey, uh, I'm here to tell you, it's not blaming everybody else. We need to check with our own selves. And, and so I go to my Bible and I read here uh, that, that they were all, number one, the starting here, they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. Everybody. They were all. There weren't some left out. Then this passage, those that were there, they were all filled. Hey, friends, if we're going to do anything for God, well, I'm here to tell you, when people watch a football team play, they don't go necessarily to watch the wide receiver only. No, no, no. They want to see the offensive line. They want to see the defensive line. They want to see the special teams. They want to see the wide receiver. They want to see the quarterback throw. They want to just see amazing plays. But, friend, it's a team effort. It's not just one individual. Hey, the Bible says they were all filled. Everybody, the empowerment, they're filled with the Holy Ghost. How many times, friend, have we tried to do something for the Lord, but we were full of ourselves? We weren't full of God. We weren't full of the Holy Ghost. No, we were full of envy. We were full of deceit. We were full of uh, self-righteousness. We were full of ourselves. There's no room for the Holy Ghost to, be, to fill us. Hey, but there's one baptism. That's salvation. But friends, we are, we're, we're, it's many fillings. Hey, they were filled with the Holy Ghost, the empowerment. I remember of a doctor by the name of Dr. Paul Brand. And he was speaking to a medical college in India on Matthew 5, 16, which states, Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father, which is in heaven. In front of the lectern where he was speaking, 
was an oil lamp with its cotton wick burning from the shallow dish of oil. And as he preached, that lamp ran out of oil. The wick burned dry, and the smoke made him cough. He immediately used this as a, an example and opportunity. Dr. Brand said, Some of us here are like this wick. We're trying to shine for the glory of God, but we stink. That's what happens when we use ourselves as the fuel of our witness rather than the Holy Ghost. Wicks can last indefinitely, burn, <coughs> burning brightly and without irritating smoke if the fuel, the Holy Ghost, is in constant supply. Friends, if we're going to run the race for the Lord, hey, we need to start right. They were all, everybody, they were filled, the empowerment, filled with the Holy Ghost. First, the starting. Next, the speaking. It says, the Bible says, and began to speak with other tongues. That, that, that began to speak and to enunciate is mentioned 484 times throughout scripture. Hey, when our community, when our social media platform, when the world hears us began to speak, you say, well, you should say begin to speak. Friend, when the world hears us open our mouth, what is it that they remember? When we take the effort to articulate one's views aloud, who is it that we are consumed with? Who was reached for Christ this past week when we began to speak? Who do we reflect, friend? Who do we reflect having spent time with the Holy Ghost? What comes out, friend? How have we been speaking? Uh, I'm here to tell you, I see the speaking, the, the, the uh, enunciation that took place, but also the expansion with other tongues in Acts 2, verse 9 through 11, mentions Parthians, Medes, Elamites. Those were the faithful Jewish men living in what is now present day Iran. And then it mentions Mesopotamia. That was faithful Jewish men living in what's modern day Iraq, Kuwait. Western Syria, around the Tigris and Euphrates rivers. Uh, I remember spending time in Iraq and Kuwait, and I'm here to tell you, it wasn't as pretty as it was back in Adam's day. Judea, they, they were faithful Jewish men living in an area around Jerusalem, which is the present-day Israel. Then it mentions Cappadocia and Pontus, Asia, uh, Phrygia and Pamphylia. These were the faithful Jewish men living in what's modern-day Turkey. It mentions Egypt. My soul, the Lord had uh, faithful Jewish men coming up from Egypt. He spent there himself as a young boy. And then Cyrene, faithful Jewish men living around the city of Cyrene, which is located near the present day uh, Shahat in Libya. And even mentions Rome, the capital of the Roman Empire. This passage mentions the Cretans, the island of Crete in the Mediterranean Sea, which is now part of Greece. And in Acts 2, this was part of the Roman province called Cyrenicia in present-day Libya. And it mentions the Arabs, present-day Saudi Arabia, and perhaps other countries of that region. The expansion here with other tongues. Countries of the known world were in the disciples' presence, and they listened to the Holy Ghost-filled men preaching the word of God 
as the Holy Spirit of God gave utterance. Hey, may we never get confused with hearing our own voice and the crowd yearning to hear of Christ. Friends, hey, uh, John the Baptist said, I'm the voice. I'm the voice in the wilderness, not, not the visual. Hey, friend, that, that's where modern-day Christianity is taking people. And man, many are going with it. They want to be visual. They don't want to be the voice. May we be the effective biblical voice of speaking of our Savior. I see here the, the, the starting, the speaking, and I close with the scheduling. The Bible says, as the Spirit gave them utterance. Hey, look at the expertise here. As the Spirit. That's any skill, power, talent that's manifested to glorify the Lord. The Holy Ghost of God, the third person of the Trinity, works in a person's life. As the Spirit, as capital S, as the Holy Ghost gave them utterance. Oh, that we'd be so sensitive to the Lord that we wait for the Holy Ghost of God to prick our heart when to speak. I know where to go you there for and, and, and share the gospel, friends. And, but boy, I'm here to tell you, as the Spirit gave them utterance, would we be able to follow God just like that? I believe we can. The Spirit of God will never lead or enable you in opposition to the Spirit of God. Hey, the, 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 uh, there, there have been times where a man or a woman at the factory will say, I believe God wants me to marry that girl. And look over there and you realize that ain't his wife. That ain't her husband. Hey, friend, the word of God will never go in opposition to the uh, work of God and the Holy Spirit of God. The, the, the scripture and the spirit go hand in hand. They are one. Uh, the, the, they, they walk in the same stride along life's ride. Amen. Surrendering to the spirit of God can be the hardest yet happiest decision a Christian can make. I remember when we was over in Iraq, and I'm here to tell you, nobody was thinking about surrender. Nobody was thinking about, we're going to put up the white flag today. But we had some mortars, and we had some serious mass trauma. Oh, but let me tell you, friend, with the, with the Christian life, the greatest victory of a Christian is when they surrender to the Spirit of God, and they submit to the Scripture which God has stated. Oh, what a happy day that is in the scheduling with the expertise, the equipping, he gave them utterance. That word utterance means to speak out, to declare, to articulate one's opinion openly and observably, emphasizing on, on the sounds that are coming out of your mouth. Hey, what you say should be understood by those that hear you. Uh, on my first trip to the Philippines, I got there and I was excited. And uh, I thought I had a message they needed to hear, and I was excited to give it to them, and I was excited at what God was doing. And so I went and I preached like I was preaching in a camp meeting in the South. And I was wide open and boisterous and excited. And I, I, I mean, it was, I, I had a good time preaching the Word of God. And my second trip, several months later, I went back and I preached again. And a friend, a dear Philippine pastor friend, came to me. And he, and, uh, he said, Pastor Josh. I said, I'm not a pastor. I'm just a preacher. Yes, Pastor Josh. I said, I'm just a preacher. I'm not a pastor. Oh, okay. Pastor Josh. I said, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. 
said, Pastor Josh, you will preach powerful. Well, that sort of made me feel real good. And I said, well, how about that? Amen. I, I had powerful preachings. But before my head could get too big, that my dear Philippine pastor friend was relaxed enough around me to speak plainly. And he said, Pastor Josh, you speak like sounding brass. And I was smiling and laughing and grinning. And all of a sudden I realized, wait a minute, that's not good. That's bad. Oh, that's real bad. Oh, dear. And I said, Pastor, tell me, what, what did I do wrong? What was said? What, what, what is, that, that's, that is not to be understood when it's sounding brass. He said, you speak too fast for us to hear. You must speak slower. And so I had some more opportunities by the good grace of God to preach that trip. You know what I did? I slowed down. I wanted to preach fast and loud. But friends of the congregation cannot understand what you are saying. Friend, it, it's, to, it's, not, it's to no gain. It's taking place there. Hey, uh, we need to be uh, conscious to have expertise as the Spirit gave them utterance. That equipping uh, and gave them utterance. Uh, the Bible says, uh, for, I, for as I passed by, and beheld your devotions, I found an altar with this inscription to the unknown God, whom therefore ye ignorantly worship, him declare I unto you, Acts 17, 23. Acts 20, verse 27 states, For I have not shunned to declare unto you all the counsel of God. First John chapter 1, verse 3 and 5, the Bible says, that which we have seen and heard declare we unto you that ye also may have fellowship with us. And truly our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. This then is the message which we have heard of him and declare unto you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. We see here that gave them utterance to speak out to articulate one's opinion openly and observably. Friend, I'm here to tell you on good authority, the greatest authority there is. There's no greater, stronger authority than the Word of God. And when we declare the Word of God, friends, there's no greater powerful truth than that of the Word of God. In the starting, they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. Hey, friend, Number one, are you saved? Have you been born again? Uh, have you realized you're a sinner in need of Jesus Christ, the greatest Savior of all the world? He said, well, preacher, I, I got saved as a young boy. I got saved a, as a young lady in Bible college. I, I've been saved many years. But friends, that, that's being baptized in the Holy Ghost. But friend, are, are you filled? with the Holy Ghost? Are you controlled in the speaking and began to speak with other tongues? How's your began to speak? What's come out of your mouth this week to let your neighbors, your friends at work, your those that don't even like you in the nearby community, what have they heard come out of your lips this week? Has the Lord been glorified, magnified in what you've said? in the starting, in the speaking, in the scheduling, 
as the Spirit gave them utterance. Are we using the opportunities the Holy Ghost of God has given us? Can we say that we are filled with power and focused in purpose today as they were then? Filled with power, focused in purpose.